0: Blog Talk Radio.
2: Ah, uh, yesterday was well, Wednesday, and we had our girl Vivian and the socially conscious segment. And we started off with Vivian talking about eggs, 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 eggs. Yes, these eggs that you can go to the store and find for ten dollars a dozen. Ooh, well, they have been hit. At the border, they will not be allowed to cross borders. Yes, eggs, eggs. Can you believe it? Eggs. We have border control for eggs. Well, they've been claiming that the increase in price for the eggs have come from bird flu.
0: Yeah. And
2: so they're making sure that the eggs are not crossing the borders, and uh, they don't want any uh, anyone else to get this bird flu. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are prohibited um, from going into Mexico. Yeah, the Californians. Listen, it, it's just like us crossing from New York to New Jersey, you know, stuff like that. It, it's nothing. You just go and you jump on and you get a dozen eggs. Supposedly, you know, cheaper But no, they can't allow it Because they say that now It can become, you know, a bigger issue Okay Bird flu has been found I believe in 47 states And they're really not trying to You know, make other people sick So can you imagine Eggs We are really battling Eggs yeah, that's how bad things are getting for us here. That's how bad things are getting for us here. Well, we also talked about the fact that men of color, you know, are uh the numbers are increasing in our school system as teachers. Yes. And that's like that was like really good to hear. Really good to hear. You know, they say back in 2015 there were only 7% of men in color teaching. And in 2022, it had increased to 17%, a whopping 10%. And, you know, I mean, what more can we really ask for? You know, we have men, period, stepping up. And now we're talking about, you know, our men of color. So New York City has this men, uh, Teacher initiative, you know that they've started to increase that seventeen percent. So, you know, again, we're moving into some positive, positive role model territory, you know, where men are not men of color are not just seen as inmates, you know, athletes, drug dealers, you know, and it, it's it's uh, it's good. It's it's a good thing. It's a really good thing, and it's encouraging, you know, for the, you know, young uh, boys of color, you know, because now they can see that you don't just have to have a ball in your hand or a dollar in your hand, making that quick hand-to-hand, yes, that you can actually teach and be taught by someone that looks like you, someone who, you know, possibly came from, you know, where you come from, and the background, you know, a lot of these men also come from broken homes. So that's a good thing because now they can pour into our young people, you know, if they don't have children of their own, you know, or some men who actually are having, A hard time With you know Seeing their own children Because not every man That can't see his own children Are really the guilty ones Some of these women are really twisted So you know now Maybe he can you know Pour into some other children You know to help make that difference So you know It's so many pluses That can come My only concern because uh, every time you turn around, somebody messing it up, knowing you know, when you're in the school, keep your eye on the prize. Yes, please do not be up in them schools doing things that you ain't going to be doing, looking at things you ain't going to be looking at. Please, my, my prayer is that we actually keep our eye on the prize and see how much of a blessing you can be and how you can be blessed you know it's, it's a two way street God would never have us be a blessing and we don't get a blessing you know so that, that, that's just my concern is that you know sometimes we lose sight and I'm not just talking about men of color I'm just talking about people what's this? we talking about the men what's this is about men of color You know, I'm really hoping that You know, we don't get in there And now, you know, the the, the little skirts And, you know, the, 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 the earrings And, you know, all that kind of things And popping out of gum You know, don't, you know Now get in the way Of you really, you know Being able to focus You know, so come on men Come on men Come on brothers You know, as you're talking to your brothers. Please talk to your brothers about the real stuff. Okay? All righty. Well, Vivian also talked about uh, Oh, those con Edison, Con Edison people. Well, the imposters. Well, that didn't talk about that morning he talked about the woman at 2:30 a.m. who came in and who saw some you know shady looking people on the staircase men putting on masks and moments later there was a knock on her door and when she said who they said Colonel oh, And the dodo opened up the door At 2.30 in the morning They are really not sending Con Edison to your door And unfortunately She fell for the okie doke And ended up being robbed um, Of a jury and some other things And again like I said yesterday You know Given God thinks that it wasn't worse You know they didn't beat her up They didn't rape But it ain't kill her you know, they just, you know, robbed her And, you know, they did her a favor In all honesty Because it really could have been worse Had it been some other people It would have been worse And, you know, we just really talked about What was on your mind That would make you Open up your door At 2.30 in the morning For some kind of people Even if you thought they were kind of some people. Well, Shatish said you might as well just had open up your door with your negligee on, and Elder Naitisha said you know this could uh have some loneliness sprinkled on it. So that ended up kind of shifting our conversation to you know what to do when you're lonely. You know, it's a shame. It's a shame that, you know, this is actually some real stuff here. That there are people out here that are so lonely that they make such poor decisions. Now, we've all made poor decisions in our lives. But when you make a poor, dangerous decision, (laughs) man, you are really in trouble. But just a lack of thinking. You know, Just, just think. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But that's how, you know, what we talked about yesterday, you know, the the loneliness and the things you need to do when you find yourself lonely. And one of the things was to journal, you know, write it down, write it down, write it down. You know, it's a sense of purging, you know, a sense of releasing, Uh, you know, journaling, you know, people have really... uh, found that journaling is, is very soothing and comforting and, you know, advantageous to, you know, moving forward, you know, getting that new start and, you know, kind of getting out of, you know, a, a certain mindset. You know, well, Shanti said something that was interesting. Interesting, She said, you know, when you write something, and then you go back and read it. You're like, wow, I was feeling like this. And I guess that's you know the reality of it. You know, one of the other things we talked about was just kind of volunteering. You no, know, not, not just get busy. Not don't just get busy. Because you know we can get busy doing some wrong things. But to get busy volunteering, doing something that's worthwhile you know, something there where you can really pour into something or someone and, again, be that blessing. And in the interim, you know, get that blessing, you know. And the, the last, last but not least, not the last,
0: last but not least,
2: we talked about, you know, you're not really alone. You know, just just kind of be God at that time. sometimes, that alone time is intentional by God so that you can really just hear from him you can really take the time to speak to him you know it's, it's not always about you know just talking your prayer time is a real crucial communication moment and you know giving God thanks for that opportunity to pray whenever we need to you know we don't have to wait for a certain time we don't have to set the alarm we don't have to you know ask God you know his availability be put on the schedule it's something that no matter what it's not limited to certain topics or you know this particular thing on this particular day just go to God and get to talking and see how alone you feel after that. See how lonely you feel after that. I guarantee you, you'll you'll come out much, 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 much better than when you went in. All righty. And uh, we always have that icing on the cake on Wednesdays when we get our socially socially conscious segment, our faith over fear segment. With our pastor Charlene, and uh, always a nice hopper to the morning. All right, so go back and listen. Go back and listen. Nice job done yesterday, and, and giving God thanks that we're on this side of the week. All right, so I want you to go get that healthy breakfast. Go tell somebody that it's new time with Pastor Steph is on and uh, make sure you go nowhere because we'll be right back
1: slavery is wrong you know it we know it we've officially known it since 1863 but here's something you might not know we thought slavery was a thing of the past but we haven't been paying attention Today, there are more than 27 million slaves in the world. That's more of the people enslaved today than the entire African slave trade. Men, women, and children held captive and used for labor, trade, and sex. 200,000 of them right here in America. This isn't a foreign problem. These 27 million people have gone unnoticed for far too long. So what can we do? You have a voice and we can fight this. Tweet it, Instagram it, Facebook it, hashtag end it movement, because together we are a force for good.
3: Good
2: morning, good morning, good morning again, and welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph, and it's Therapeutic Thursday, and uh, I need some therapy, y'all, because I have no topic for today.
3: Yeah, I'm like, yo,
2: nothing, the news was not hitting me last night, and I'm hoping that my due time crew... I got a couple things to talk about, and you know, sometimes they jump off and say something, and that sparks something, like yesterday, like yesterday, when Elton and mentioned, you know, ladies, don't do things because you're lonely, and kind of changed the trajectory of where I was going to go, so today I'm hoping that the same thing happens, but, you know, I always got like Therapeutic Thursday news. Something for your health, right? All right. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. So happy to have you with me. And giving God thanks that we're on a Thursday morning, which means he's brought us safely through most of the week. So I'm talking to the diabetics this morning. And they're giving us some breakfast options. that are supposedly really healthy for us, alrighty? And, you know, if you're not diabetic, listen, have no fear. I had a girlfriend years ago who was overweight, and I hadn't seen her in a while, and when she showed up at my door, she was 75 pounds lighter. And I said, what did you do? And she said, I just changed to a diabetic regimen. I said, you're about diabetic? And she said, no. She said, I just ate what diabetics eat or or are supposed to eat. And she said it benefited her that in a few months she had dropped 75 pounds. She looked like a completely different person, needless to say. And she said, and I did it with no exercise either. So, you know, these are, you know, some healthy choices. And I decided to give, you know, all of you an option of, you know, eating healthy. Like the diabetics are supposed to. Well, well, well. The first thing, guess what? A veggie omelet yeah gotta go digging in them eggs gotta go digging in them eggs they say make sure the omelet includes onions
0: spinach
2: tomatoes throw in a couple of mushrooms if you will and how about some feta cheese on the top and they say, just, you know what, throw a small amount of corn or canola oil in that pan, get that egg together, and throw in those veggies on the top and uh, a couple of little bit of fresh herbs. You've got one banging veggie omelet. Wow. Okay. Well, number two, what about a morning parfait? Yes. They say choose your favorite fat-free, light, vanilla or plain yogurt. Put it in a glass. Add a half a cup of blueberries or strawberries. They say layer it with some high-fiber cereal, some granola or some nuts, such as pecans on the top. You've got one banging Breakfast right there Okay Number three They call it toast plus So they say get a whole wheat piece of bread Or an English muffin And that's half of the English muffin And they say that the first ingredient needs to be whole wheat It really needs to be a whole wheat Piece of bread. They say uh, put some almond butter on that thing, peanut butter,
0: or hummus,
2: and voila, you've got toast plus, and drink it with a glass of reduced fat milk. Mmm. Okay. Wow. Well, what else do we have here as a healthy breakfast option? All right, number four: whole wheat breakfast pizza. Wow! So they say, get that whole wheat English muffin. They say sauté some veggies. Uh, get an egg and some low-fat shredded cheese. Pop it in the oven at three seventy-five for. Five to eight minutes or until the cheese melts. And they say serve with your favorite uh, light or soy sausage. And voila. You got a whole wheat breakfast pizza. What else? A souped up oatmeal. Now, this is is actually one of my favorites. I don't have it very often, and I said I was going to start, you know, doing that. But, you know, I'm on that, uh, what do you call it, thing. Oh, my goodness, we only eat a certain time of day. And by the time 2 o'clock comes around, I ain't trying to eat no oatmeal. But souped-up oatmeal. So they say get the real oatmeal, the steel cut, the stone ground, or the, you know, Irish oats. Not the, you know, that quick instant stuff that's nothing but sugar. They say that, you know, get it up in that pot, throw some fruit and some nuts on top. Voila. Oh, thank you. See, I love my I love my my peanut gallery. I love it. intermittent fasting. How can I say? <laughs> I couldn't think of that thing to save my life. Thank you. Intermittent fasting. Yeah, I eat from two to ten. So by the time two o'clock comes around, breakfast is gone. I ain't trying to eat no oatmeal, but I promise you, you know, I've done some uh, souped up oatmeal. Shanti's trying to steal the recipe. But it's it's smoking. I gotta tell y'all, it's smoking. Smoking oatmeal. All right. Now scramble eggs. Scramble eggs. Just you know, get your scramble eggs. Get your garlic, your pepper. You know, again, you want to get that whole wheat tortilla. Put some peppers and tomatoes and they say some low-fat
3: cheese.
0: Voila!
2: Got one healthy breakfast there. Okay. Smoothie. Now, we've talked about this before. Now, I have to tell y'all. I can't get the peanut butter in the smoothie. That's just something that just, I can't drink peanut butter. Now, I can, man, you talk about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I can do the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But please, keep the peanut butter out my smoothie. Remember, we talked before about the smoothies that are not just fruit because it's nothing but a bunch of sugar. So go get, they say, a half a cup of plain, non-fat Greek yogurt. They say get a half a cup of unsweetened fruit. Yes, and it could be frozen fruit. It could be, you know, fresh fruit. Get that. They say get that flax seed. Throw a little cinnamon in that thing. You'll be reducing your blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood glucose in no time. All righty? All right. Wow. Now, I don't know if I want to try this one, but listen, I'm a diabetic, and I hate to eat the same things over and over again, so I just might try it. Quinoa breakfast pudding. Wow. Okay, so they say make that quinoa. They say put some uh, unsweetened almond milk, cinnamon, chopped walnuts. Throw a little bit of maple syrup or honey, just a little bit, and voila, you've got quinoa breakfast pudding. Okay. Wow, they going for the big guns, y'all. South of the border breakfast steak. Now, who eating like this? I know my pocket can't handle that. That must be tax time or something for y'all. All right. So they say, get that south of the border breakfast steak. Put some chili powder, some cumin, onion powder. That get spray that nonstick skillet with cooking spray. Cook the beef on you know on 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 uh, each side for two minutes, and take a half of or a quarter of tomato. And put it in those beef juices. And they say serve with sour cream, cilantro, and a lime wedge. Wow. Wow. I guess the diabetics would be really smiling after that meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. righty. So there are your healthy breakfast choices if you're a diabetic. Get that veggie omelette, that good morning parfait, toast plus whole wheat breakfast pizza, that souped up oatmeal, and again, I'm not talking about going and getting that powdered stuff in the packet. That's not what we're talking about here. It's not but sugar. Get those scrambled eggs together, that vegetable and fruit movie, that quinoa breakfast pudding, or that south-of-the-border breakfast steak, alrighty? So, don't say Pastor Steph didn't give you some 2023 menus, because actually, I'm going to... I can't eat the eggs, but I'll definitely try some of the other... Other uh, recipes Now remember what I said About my girlfriend 75 pounds lighter And she just Switched to a diabetic um, Menu And she ate Half Of what she would normally eat The only thing she did Mm -hmm. No exercising No nothing She said just maybe a little extra walking. But other than that, she did not do a thing. So, we'll see. Let me know if you decide to try it. And we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. And we'll be able to tell the listeners how you made out. I don't have to tell them who you are. All right? So, let me know. Let me know. All right, so I did say I didn't have a whole lot to talk about. You know, there was a lot of news, but not much that actually caught my attention. So, what are we talking about here? All right, well, uh, as Vivian always says, a listener submitted story. So, I know by now you've heard about the three guys who disappeared after they had planned this uh rap engagement at a Detroit party, and they found them and they you know they were killed by multiple gunshots and were found in some vacant rat infested building and I would hate to think. You know what it must have been like because remember now those type of creatures that blood you know draws them so that was that wasn't a good thing
3: um,
2: and they don't have a whole lot as of this yesterday they didn't have a whole lot of information regarding Armani Kelly twenty seven Montoya Givens thirty one. And dante wicker of thirty one um who's thirty one who was thirty one years old, and they were found at highland park and they did i did see um you know another article, but the only thing again they were saying as of last night was that they were killed by multiple gunshot wounds, and they say that all these guys men in prison uh they were all on parole. And, you know, it's, it's a, you know, a show that at least they were trying to turn their life around. And, you know, maybe rapping is not your thing or whatever have you, but, you know, they could have been missing after planning some kind of a heist. You know, I don't know what they were in for. They were all young, you know, and to see that, you know, you met somebody and you found some common interest. And I think that's what we were talking about yesterday also when we were talking about, you know, what to do when you're lonely. You know, find somebody with a common interest. And and here they did. Here they did. And unfortunately, we don't know what in the world um, is coming from the, uh, you know, the motive behind this killing And, you know, again, another three lives, young lives going down the drain. I'm not even going to talk about the fact of whether they were African-American or not. I'm just so tired of hearing our young people, you know, just gone, just gone, you know, and and their lives are cut short. So we don't know what happened, you know, prayers to the family, you know, I know that they're You know Devastated Especially like I said They're young And they came out You know Seemingly Trying to do The right thing Or something different You know That would possibly Keep them out of trouble So hopefully They were not doing anything Or hadn't gotten Themselves involved With anything And now It cost them Their lives Can't really get that Across to young people Anymore that everything you do is is vital. Is vital to your future. And you have to be very careful about the decisions you make. You know? Alright, what else are we talking about here? Okay, now this here Ah so senseless. So you have this seventy two year old woman who had custody Of her 8 year old granddaughter And some other siblings They don't say how many They don't say the ages They just say this 8 year old Grandchild In North Carolina Was dropped off at the hospital And by the time she was dropped off At the emergency room She was already dead She had been literally Beaten to death and they're suspecting the 72-year-old grandmother of doing it. Yep. Grandma's facing first-degree murder, felony child abuse resulting in a serious injury. She's being held without bail. And, you know, they're saying that she's a suspect because she, uh, the little girl lived with her. And they don't say how or who delivered her to the emergency room. They say all they know is 911 received a call from the hospital that a little girl was there. She was dead and had been literally beaten to death. And you know, you 72 years old, you grandma, and you know, we talked about this before. You know. Grandma's just ain't grandma's no more. What happened to Grandma's dag?
3: you know <laughs> excuse me,
2: we talk about the fall of of man, but I tell you, man is still falling yeah that that thing ain't the past tense. Man is still falling. I mean, can you imagine we're at the point where some of the most vital positions? Have become A major danger To our children You know You're talking about the parents They can't even get from underneath The parents You know before God forbid something is happening They can't get from Underneath grandparents You know we've done several stories About grandparents Losing it And killing the kids or keeping the kids all locked up and urine and feces infested, sheds and all kinds of things. We've got teachers. You know, we've got the clergy. You know, what in the, where do our children go at this point? I mean, how do they become productive citizens when we don't even give them a a, a good start? And if grandma got the kids, that means mama or and or daddy, they ain't worth nothing because they're not with the kids themselves. So now you leave them in the custody of grandma and grandma is being held for beating the child to death eight years old, eight years old. And so sad, so sad. So sad, so sad, so sad. All right, y'all. Here is the story of the morning. So we've got our six-year-old who shot the teacher in the news again. And it's not because of something that he did since the shooting. But they're actually now... (sighs) They're digging up all the stuff that happened with this kid. And I got to tell you, it's almost like the criminal who has a long rap sheet, but is still out on the street. They still continue to let this this criminal back out on the street. Remember last year we talked about with this such a bad re, bail reform That, you know, people have like 40-something, you know, incidences and they still walk in the street. Well, our six-year-old is not off to a good start because they say that now that this this Abby teacher, 25 years old, who he shot, she's now suing the Newport News School District, as she should. Uh, Because of their negligence. And now that she's suing and they're doing some digging, a lot of stuff is coming out. And two two things, two things, two things, y'all. One, it's hard to believe that this is a six-year-old we're talking about. I'm starting to believe that they're lying. He can't be six. He can't be six. I can't wait till the day... They bust out this picture because somebody going to tell me, this got to be some fidget, midget, dwarf, you know, and Pastor and K.L. said it, <clears throat> excuse me, but I'm believing it, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm really believing this. So now that all of this stuff is coming out, they've got how their allegations that, um, There's a child who also is telling the story of how he was cussing out the teachers and the students. He tried to whip one of the students with his belt. What kind of six-year-old is this? Somebody help. Stephanie, I'm sorry. Somebody's lying. He cannot be six. I'm looking at six-year-olds. Look, Israel is five. He'll be six this year. I cannot imagine him being, let's say, two extra inches taller. And he got—he's pulling out his belt, trying to whip students. When you all right, well that ain't it. That ain't it. Okay? They say that the week of the shooting, he slammed the teacher that same teacher, he slammed her phone down and broke it. See I would have broke his neck. See the woman stop stop He was given a one day suspension and after that one day suspension he came back and shot her in the classroom when he returned to school. One day now now remember now, he's done all this other stuff. This ain't his first incident. He's done all this other stuff. After he takes the, ch- the, the student, I'm sorry, the teacher, that same teacher, her phone, he wouldn't have been back in my class.
0: See, either you would have
2: had one or two things happen. When you tried to bring it back into my class, I would have left out of the class. Yep. I would have pa- I lined all them children up because they wouldn't say Stephanie left them in the class. I would have lined all them kids up. I would have walked them to the principal's office, told them, line up right here, class, very orderly. I would have clocked out, and I would have left. You are not putting this hellion back in my classroom. Well, that ain't it. (laughs) No, that ain't it. Okay. So, let's talk about the fact. Remember, they kept saying that they searched him for this gun, Now, nobody has ever said yet who tipped them off that he even had a gun on his possession the week the parents or nobody escorted him to the class. So now you escort him to the class. He's unescorted to the class. Somebody tips you off that he has a gun in uh, uh, on his possession. They search him, quote, unquote they didn't find a gun come to find out he had been in the schoolyard they say he spent the entire recess with the gun in his pocket loaded and ready to fire were all of these first graders in in, at, at recess every parent needs to be suing them Every single parent needs First, if y'all help me out, did I say that this is this is now? I don't know about the rest of you. I cannot speak for y'all, but I'm telling you, Stephanie is honestly really seriously doubting and this is a six-year-old. Because, again, how does a six-year-old take, how does he have the strength? Now, I know these phones are not made of, you know, the old that needs a demolition squad to blow them up. But he just smashed and destroyed the teacher's phone. Where do you have that kind of, what What kind of strength do you have at six years old? Okay. But you walk around an entire schoolyard or lunchroom. You playing with a... What was it? It was a nine-millimeter gun, and nobody can tell that you're weighed down with a gun and you're six years old in your pocket? That ain't it! That ain't it! <laughs> that, that ain't it! There's a teacher that claims that he choked her. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm going to stop reading the news. I, I, I'm i just done. I'm just done. I'm done. She says that in an incident she had with him back in 2021, he came up behind her, locked his forearms around her neck, and pulled her backwards. Now, again, I'm envisioning this six-year-old. Well, let let me rephrase that. I don't think I can ever envision this (laughs) six-year-old. Because this six-year-old is some kind of superhero. And he's going to come up behind me and choke me. Now, I'm listening to the verbiage that's used. He choked me. That means that at one point I couldn't breathe. He's six, and you could be able to stop me from breathing? Well, what kind of students and, 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 and teachers are these out in Newport News, Virginia? Women, women do time crew. Women do time crew. See, we need, we need to talk. 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 So before we start talking, let me go over this again. So we've got the same six-year-old Who shot the teacher And as she's suing All of these different accounts of his behavior Is now coming to the surface And they have talked about How he Took out his belt Took off his belt No, first he cussed the teacher's and the students then he took his belt off and tried to whip the students with his belt then they say he took that same teachers who he shot her phone slammed it down and broke it and after he was given a one day suspension is when he came back that time and shot her. We have talked about the fact numerous times that they had been given a heads up that he had a gun, and when they searched him, they did not find a gun, only to find out that the 9mm gun that he had, and uh, that was his mother's, That he got out of a locked box that was six feet high, supposedly, and had a uh, padlock on the box, but he managed to do all of this out. That he actually had this same gun. After they did not find it in his backpack, they found out that he had spent recess walking around with the gun in his pocket. Nobody detected the gun. And then they say that a teacher says that in 2021, he came up behind her, locked his forearms around her neck, pulled her backwards, and choked her. And she informed the school administrators, but they didn't. She said... She said that she did not receive the type of response she had hoped for Somebody please tell me what kind of six-year-old is this Where's Tamika? She's the first one to hit the floor Good morning, Tamika Good morning, good morning Happy Thursday, how are you? I am well, thank you, I'm well, thank you Happy Thursday to you too Uh, Help me out here
0: well,
2: Timmy, I just got one question. At this point, do you really believe that this is a six-year-old kid we're talking about? He's a grown man in a little boy's body. I, and I that's do... what I said. <laughs> and that's what I said. This is just impossible. Like all of these, you know, the the crow, the the breaking of a phone. Like, first of all, yes. this is why I don't work in 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 the uh, the education field. You know, I, I just don't. You got to know what gift you have, and that is not my gift.
3: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> you attempted to choke me. You know, here is the thing. Like, was he dangling off her neck? Like okay so fine she might have been bent over and he went behind us so now he's dangling you know i, I i'm just trying to envision how tall is he how big is he right you know, how strong now you understand that you know some of these children that i'm not you know they can be little aliens. you know let's, let's just be honest That's, you you in class trying to whip somebody here's the thing that that came occurred to me like when he's outside in the schoolyard here's 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 the thing a lot of times when the children are that outrageous, nobody wants to deal with them, so this is how he was allowed to be in this in this yard by himself with a gun. Nobody's paying you attention because they already know okay, he's off or you know he's not himself today, so let's just let him go wherever he wants to go you know i I've seen situations where at school you're so uncontrollable. Until they just let you do whatever it is that you want to do, you know, and I feel like this is one of those things, you know, and family, you got a whole household of people. Nobody realized that he wasn't that 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 they weren't taking him to school. You know, when when you have a normal household and, you know, I said, oh, I got to go run an errand today. You know, will you take little Johnny to school? Where was that conversation? Why didn't that happen? There's all kinds There's of like, kinds of I'm not understanding. I'm not understand. How did he get did access get to the gun? Nobody saw nobody this child saw this walking child around walking looking around. funny, it's the funny. bag it's looking funny. Bag oh. funny, you know, nobody paid. All of that, it's impossible. It's impossible. Like, what are you, invisible are you, man? At, one point, man, at point, one point, you just make yourself invisible, invisible, invisible and then you and come back up. This stuff is just unbelievable. For one child, unbelievable. Yep. Does he have a twin? Are they triplets? What what is it? Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm really starting to doubt that this is a six year old. I said to myself the last night the same thing you said. I said this must be a grown man in a six year old body because there ain't no way in the world all of this taking place from no one child. And let me tell you something. I can't even imagine Tamika carrying a nine millimeter gun in my on my person. And walking around and me, you know, being the same as if I had no gun. So, you know, think about it. Okay, the pocket. I got a sweatshirt on right now. My iPhone doesn't even fit in this sweatshirt pocket. Think about a little six-year-old hoodie. How are you putting a six-year-old pair of pants? How are you putting a whole nine millimeter gun <laughs> in your on your person and nobody can detect this? This is just this this some this some kind of ridiculous, girl. Some kind of ridiculous. Well, I need you in the background to think of something we are gonna talk about because I have nothing to talk about. So I'm giving you some heads up. Let me uh, 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 talk to our Pastor Charlotte. Good morning, Pastor Charlotte. Good morning, good morning. How are you today? I'm puzzled. That's how I, I am.
3: I'm
2: puzzled. I'm twisted. I'm puzzled. I'm confused. Pastor Charlene, please explain to me. You got all kinds of conspiracy theories in your brain. You know, I remember when we talked about this before. Uh, Pastor KL said something about him being a dwarf <laughs> or a midget. He has to be. Because this here, this is too much. This is too much. What is going on here?
3: Wait, 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 wait. What happened
2: to your phone? Wait, 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 wait. Say it again. No, something's wrong with your phone. What happened? We can't hear you. No, no. no. Get your phone together. We don't want to miss anything. Okay, let's go and let's speak to Pastor K.L. Good morning, Pastor K.L.
4: Good morning, Pastor Steph. How are you today?
2: I'm confused, Pastor K.L. I'm going to stick to that one. How are you? (laughs)
4: I'm confused as well I'm confused as well
2: You know when we talked about this before Pastor Kale, you said You said Maybe he was a dwarf Maybe he was a midget Pastor (laughs) Cale Somebody need to answer some questions Because this stuff ain't making too much sense here Did you hear the list Of stuff Yes Oh yes. my
4: goodness! Yes. What is going on? Well, I have a few questions. I mean, first of all, a nine millimeter. So you have this nine millimeter tucked away all you when you carry it, and there's no lip. There, there's there's no uh, difference of you walking. I mean, carry a nine millimeter at six years old. Not only that, <laughs> let, let's just say he was playing you know as you see on tv and he tucked it in his pants now 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 let's visualize this now the nine millimeter is larger than his manhood
3: so it has
4: to be bothering him <laughs> i mean there has to be a problem this nine millimeter is knocking me in my manhood i'm not walking correctly no one notices that there's a problem down there yeah, I mean, I, don't, I just don't understand how how how, how this is working
2: out. I don't either. I don't either. When I read last night that they said after they found that he did, because we could never understand. Well, okay, well, where did you put the gun? That when they searched your backpack, they couldn't find it. Because now that means you had to have it on your person. When they said they found that he had been walking around the during recess. Well, first of all, I'm with you. Well, How are you
3: walking anywhere?
2: Because, the, uh, like I said, I got a little hoodie on now. The I can, My iPhone is is too big to put in my hoodie pocket. Pastor K.L., that's the iPhone. A 9mm gun is bigger than an iPhone. So if me, right. I have a, a 1X uh, 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 hoodie on. A six-year-old mm-hmm. is wearing what? A 6X clothes? How do you camouflage
3: carrying
2: <laughs> this gun around? And how negligent were they that now all of these first graders are exposed to a child carrying a gun on the schoolyard?
4: Yeah, that 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 that's scary. That's scary. And again... First of all, you know, we talk about there's no parents who brought the child. so right. So that should already be, be a sign. So So right. you don't see the parent and you, and you see the child limping or you see the child, you know, walking in a crazy way and you check the bag. and, and but You didn't have to check the bag. You could just check the, the physical part of the child. Right. Because there had to be a, bul- a bulge somewhere. I mean, you, you know what <laughs> I'm There there has to be something a little extra for a six-year-old, if you will. You know, so, I mean, at some some point, somebody should have said, well, he's growing nicely. (laughs) You you know what I mean? What's going
2: on? (laughs) Even if you kept it, you know, like you see them in the the movie, they put it in the back of the pants. How does Mm -hmm. it not drop? You know what I'm saying? It's like nowhere could he have it on his person that it would not be a bulge if he put it in the pocket, if he put it underneath his arm, if he put it in the front of the pants, if he put it in the side of the pants, if he put it in the back of the pants, if he put it in his sock, there is no way he... on this earth somebody that small
4: would not be detected. Not only that, you know, he has to be a very, very bright six-year-old. Because me at six, I be, I was dumb. So I'd be too scared that I'm going to shoot something off. Now, something's going to get shot off in my body. If I put it in the front, I might lose something. If I put it in the back, I might lose something. You know what I mean? I, I'd be too afraid to put it anywhere, but but it, like like you said, it, in my, my um sweatsuit pocket. Because at least I can hold on to it. Man, right. listen, you hit the wrong ball. Listen, man, man down, man down. <laughs> Just, I'm oh.
2: telling I'm, all of these things myself. I can't. I can't. We, we got to get this conspiracy theorist back. Pastor Charlene, what are we talking about here? How does he get the – there's something that comes to my mind, and I want to I wanna see if any of you think this. I'm going to see if any of you think this. How does he get this this, this? this gun? Somebody alerts them that he's carrying a gun. When they check his backpack – First of all, they would have to look on this person. You're not going to tell me you checked the backpack and you didn't check the kid himself. So you check the backpack, there's no there's no gun. You check the, the kid, there's no gun. But later on, you find out that he actually had this gun during recess. Something comes to my mind as to how this all happens. What you got? Can, you can, hear me, now? can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay, good. I said, first I said, it was Hercules' baby. And then, <laughs> that was what I said first. And then, I said, I thought about, did he put it in the pamper?
3: You no, know, put it on one of the pampers.
0: <laughs> oh, well, he ain't got no pamper. You can't go to school with a pamper. If you ain't potty trained,
2: yes. they don't take
0: you in school. He's in the
2: first grade. They ain't taking it in without no pant, without no underwear. I I understand that. That's when he first got there. He's been doing so many different things. He had to become creative. Right? He's smart little kid. <laughs> right?
3: so, you gonna go put on the pampers?
2: Listen, adults wear pampers, right? So he probably put in his pampers so it don't fall. See, oh, you the And then oh. I, <laughs> he had to have somebody that he working with. That's what I thought of. In the school, ah. yard. He,
3: scared.
2: he scared everybody. Everybody ah. scared of him. Because my thing is, I thought of did he put a chair behind the one that he choked? You know what? Actually, how can you reach my neck? How can you reach my neck? Yes, yes. Right? I'm turning around. Thing. He might be writing on the on the board. He stepped up in the chair and got it from behind. See?
3: Nope. Uh huh. Okay. Now it okay. was crazy
2: when he smashed my phone. Now that would have been that would have did it for me. He'd have been swinging. When he grabbed my neck, he'd have been swinging all around that room. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, my goodness gracious! Pastor KL, Pastor Charlotte, I need something to talk about today. It could be more of this. It could be something else. I'm just gonna finish this round. Let's catch up with Shantice. We got Brother Al. We got to fill Brother Allen on what's going on. <laughs> Peshachis, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good, good, good. Listen, all of the stuff this kid has done that they have revealed. Now, I'm trying to figure out how... All of this stuff was done, and the parents were allowed to drop. We've been questioning this all along, but now with all <clears of> these <throat> other things coming out, you didn't took out your belt. Listen up, Brother Al. You then took out your belt and tried to whip the students, Shanties. You're six years old, and you whipping out a belt to try to whip the students?
0: Mm, listen.
2: It couldn't have been no black kids. <laughs> i go to school. I probably just got whipped last night. And you think <laughs> you taking your belt off? <laughs> me? I even grabbed it and choked you with it. You ain't giving me no flashbacks,
3: okay? <laughs> the, these
2: teachers need to keep these stories to themselves. They need to be ashamed of themselves. That you, like, chuck me. I don't care if you was sitting on the floor, Time, Story time, you were to tuck somebody in for nap time. Okay, so if you're sitting on the floor or sitting in the kids', the kindergarten they have
0: those little chairs and sometimes the teachers will sit in those little chairs so you're pretty Right, to the floor.
2: right, right. Okay, so let's just say I'm sitting in that chair and you come up behind me. Once I feel you on my neck, so you're talking about your forearm, so I want everyone to envision all the prison movies you've watched. <laughs> You get ran up on from the back and they got the forearm. Most of the time when that happens in the, in the movie, it's always a, like a, a guy built with muscles. So their forearms, you
0: see the muscles.
2: How do you let the string beam come around you <laughs> and put you almost in a chokehold? It's all talking about he choked you. Choked him in the arm? There would be no way. I believe this is just bumped out. I believe that the parents gave that kid that gun and told him uh, what to do.
3: Uh, so
0: there is no uh, way. Uh, no way. Uh, so
2: the parents figured, well, not everybody's a little more on guard because, dad
0: we had the other
2: people run up in the school and shoot up the kids. So now we can't go do that as easily. I mean, but but course. So here's what you do. You take this gun, Shantisha. So we're losing you. We're losing you.
0: What's with the What's with your phones today?
2: Um, I'm, I'm, they, they told him. They told him what to do. And I'm
0: envisioning again
2: the scene in the movie. So you got a group of kids wearing blue on this side, a group of kids wearing red on this side, and then here you got the, the ring leader, the one who. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. I don't know. They, they don't. They don't. Okay, listen, listen. You're not hearing me.
3: We can't hear you. We I know, my. We can't hear
2: anything you're saying. I'm going to stop talking to you because I can't hear anything you're saying. I'm going to Brother Al. Find find a better place. Hang up. Call back. Do something. We can't hear anything you're saying. And I don't want to miss anything any one of you are saying. All righty. Where's my Brother Al at? Brother Al.
1: Yes, yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Top of the morning.
2: Good morning, Brother Al.
1: Listen,
2: we've got some serious accusations going on. We've got this same six-year-old midget who they say, <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be a midget or a dwarf or something. Okay,
3: Brother oh, Al,
2: they said that he did cuss out the teachers and the students.
3: He has, this is, this is,
2: the, this is the latest account. He took. There was one time he took off his belt and tried to whip the students with the belt. There's another account of him taking her phone, the same teacher that he shot. He took her, took her phone and broke it. They, were, they gave him a one-day suspension, and when he returned from the suspension, that's the day he shot her. They also said that there is another teacher who says that he came up from behind her and with his forearm put his arm around her neck and was choking her and and when she made the when she made the complaint they said that she said she did not get the response She was hoping to get. Now, Brother Al, I just, oh, no, sorry, Brother Al, sorry, Brother Al, sorry, Brother Al. i got to tell you this part. (sighs) They said that they searched his backpack for, as we know, they didn't find the gun. They said, come to find out that he had spent the entire recess period with the gun on his person
1: How does this wow. happen? <laughs> yeah, this is a crazy story. While you tell, while you tell the story, what pops in my mind? You ever seen that cartoon? I call him Babyface. You ever seen the Bush Bunny cartoon? And it was a gangster oh, Babyface, holding Santa. like a yes. baby. Yes, yes. Babyface. We'll so that's what pops in my mind. A, 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 a I'm, I'm
3: smoking a cigar. He would be shaving yeah, in, in the mirror. Tattoo.
1: Yeah, that you <laughs> want. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. Uh, well, one of the things it seems like too, like they they scared him because again, again, being suspended he He's already showing that he's violent. So that's the school negligence of not doing anything about it. You know, one of the things, man, these kids they get violent and do this, and they try so hard to. Yeah. Well, let's let's suspend them. Give him a couple of days off, and he'll be okay. He's not okay. He got an issue. He got a problem. How did y'all not find the gun? Were y'all really looking for the gun? They probably were scared to pat him down. <laughs> she said, pat him down. And now you pat him down. <laughs> 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 no, you don't. I'm to Pat him down. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> down. <laughs> yeah. So so somebody said, when when they saw that and realized he had a gun, they could have easily got a, a, a warrant, go to his house and check him. Check his book back. check everything. You know, we have protocols for that. So, you know, it's, it's funny because in the school, we have all these protocols. And we do all this training. But when the real deal comes in, anybody lose their mind like they never went to the training. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm wow. say, I see it all the time. They start stuttering. I'm like, bro, you didn't remember that in the training? Uh, uh, I, I think wow. so. Wait a you think so? <laughs> <You know? Wow, laughs> so? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so, so, so they dropping the ball all the way on that one. All the way.
2: Okay, brother, I got a question. So... Uh, the teacher who says he he came up behind her. Now, put his forearm, Brother Al. He's six, supposedly. Because I'm going to stop believing that he's six <laughs> years old. Some, 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 some description, some, description ain't, ain't right. He took that
3: low forearm, Brother Al. That low forearm. And choked her.
1: <laughs> so you mean to tell me the he came there. Okay, see. <laughs> He's six years old, so he came in, got a chair, stood in a chair, and put his forearm and choked his (laughs) head. That's what he said. How did he reach up that high? That's what Pastor Charlene said. Or was she sitting down? She could have been sitting down now. She could have been sitting
2: down. Well, that was my thought. My thought was that she was sitting down. But still, if she's sitting in a chair... It would have to be like the chair Chatez described. So you got the little chairs, and she was sitting in one of the little chairs, which made her little because she was sitting in an average chair. He's still too little, brother. Al will wrap his little yes. forearm um, around her neck. I, like, just oddity, behind, it four, I just even making sense for six year old. I just swing your girl behind
1: across the room. That's what I'm saying. That's that, ain't no little, that ain't no little not, kid. Not his forearm. He had four
4: arms.
1: Look, look, I'm the strongest little behind across the room. I'm telling you, there ain't no six year old. There ain't no six year old. That boy at least 35, 40. He ain't no six. He's at least 30. He's at least 30. I'm telling you. He's at least 30. I'm telling you.
3: He's at least 30 years
1: old.
2: I stopped believing he was six last night. I did. When you're telling me all this I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, man, no, nah, somebody lied. He is not six. This is one of the teachers, and they're trying to blame it on the kid. It just it just can't be. It can't be. Oh my goodness! Thank you for joining us, brother Al. Shantee, you got a second chance at this. What, what are you saying here? Yeah, I, I, the teacher, she needs to. Who else he told like about the note? Everyone. Okay, this is not working. This is not working. I'm so sorry.
3: Okay.
2: This is not working. I'm sorry. You keep. We can't hear anything that you're saying. Alrighty. Okay. So. I, I think, in all honesty, here's my thought, and I, I forgot which one. I think it was Pastor Charlotte. I honestly believe somebody in that school had that gun. I, I'm not. I'm no longer believing that you patted this kid down. I'm no longer believing that, that he was acting alone. I find it very strange that all of this stuff is going on, and you claim somebody was escorting him to the school every day, and this one particular day... Oh, this week, nobody's escorting him, and now he's just this crazy. He's doing all of this stuff, and y'all just keep letting him back into school. I, I'm just not believing this. Um, Pastor Charlene always says, who do you know? You know, who hooks you up? It, it's something about this story they're not telling. And, and, and due, in due time, they, they, something's going to come out about this story, because this is not real. I, I was, something is missing from here. Something is missing from here, and it's it's gonna come up i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep up with the story and I can't believe the developments that are coming from the story, but uh some ain't right, some ain't right, some ain't right, some ain't right all right, so I said I have nothing to talk about today. I didn't get anything juicy let's let's start with Tamika, what you got Tamika, you got something to talk about today? Let's talk about it I actually do. I do. Um, And (laughs) maybe Pastor KL can chime in on this thing. It's um, the rash of break-ins in in every little place. Um, Last night I was very discouraged because I could not enter my – I had some funds that I was trying to put in the bank, they are now closing the bank at a certain time so that you yes. can't get in because yes. there are so yes. many different break-ins. We're talking about yes. stores. We're talking about restaurants. Yes. Rite Aid is closing early. Uh Grocery yes. stores are not opening early. They're opening later. Yes. I had an errand this morning. I had to run. I couldn't do it because when I got to the place, it was closed. They changed the out office wow. office because every time I turn around, somebody is breaking into a place. They broke yes. into the post office, not the post office, the The postal box, you know, our um, mailboxes are slotted. They broke the entire mailbox trying to get access to checks and those types of things. So I want to talk Uh, about the rash of break-ins that's causing so much havoc that they're closing things that we normally have access to, and it is ridiculous. I saw a sign, Tamika, that said Chase was closing their ATMs down early. Because of all of the break-ins, and I'm saying you can't even get to an ATM anymore. I mean, again, you don't want to go at you know all crazy hours, but if you're saying that you're shutting off the lobby, then what do you have now? Because if you don't go to a Chase, you won't pay that. You won't eat that fee. So it is crazy. It is crazy. Even the bank. Even I saw the sign that said Chase was closing. Uh, Pastor KF, for some reason, you have to answer this question. Are you responsible for these break-ins?
4: You, you, you know what? I, <laughs> I, I became offended quickly when she said, I think Pastor KF can chime in as if my <laughs> former life was breaking an entrance. You know, so I, I was like, why must I answer this question? You know, I, I, as if Tamika went on with Pedica, put out my name, and saw that I was a mass breaker and an entering person. <laughs> so I, I haven't even heard of this situation. That's not why I left New York, Tamika. I left New York uh-huh. No I was listening to me I wasn't running. <laughs> I don't have any money dug up in the ground with uh-uh. a treasure map. But but um, I I don't I don't know. Like I said, this is my first hearing of this. We don't have that problem here, um, with things are closing down and stuff like that. So, but it it is a shame that that now innocent people, you know, they they have to suffer because of what other folks are doing. And but but that that's just not with this. That's always been that way. You know, stuff has been going good, and then all of a sudden someone takes advantage of it. And now stuff just shuts down. We can't do this anymore because this person didn't, you know, didn't appreciate it. So yeah, I, I don't understand. But my face is not right. on no, no, no want, wanted bill cards or nothing like that. I just want you to know.
2: <laughs>
4: I have, okay.
2: have they closed down things in your neighborhood because of the break-ins? I didn't know that it was because of the break-ins, but yes, some of the uh, restaurants in the in the corner stores have been closing early, and um, but they won't say that it's breaking. When I ask, they will just say, you know, um, we just changed the hours. So um, even yesterday, last night, we was we came in late and we was trying to get something to eat. And we just got in there enough time because they was putting the chairs on the table, you know, and for you to take your food to go. So they have changed a lot of the, um, in the area, they have, uh, you know, closed up very early. Wow, wow, wow. Brother Al, is is it, you know, are you noticing that as well?
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's sad that, you know, what people do. Because now, right down the block from me, I, I usually walk there to the Rite Aid. The Rite Aid used to be open 24 hours. They it ain't they open 24 hours no more. <laughs> you know, this this, wow. this uh, little flower shop I used to go to, where I would get flowers for Jamaica, this little flower say they was open 24 hours. Not no more. By 9.30, you ain't you ain't got your flowers by 9.30, they done. So wow. um, in in the bank, the, the the banks, they even, um, uh the banks that, uh, you know, you know, okay, the bank's code, but then you always can go into the ATM, you know, uh, put the card on the door, go to the ATM, shut right. Right. down, right. 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you ain't put your money in or took money out by 10 o'clock, you're not getting there. It. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: It, 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 it is. It's crazy. Like I said, I don't remember how but I did see the sign in, in chase specifically. And you know, now that the banks are giving you till like 11 o'clock to make late deposits. So they don't reject your stuff until like late midnight. Some of the banks um, were giving you to midnight. So how are you going to get to your, to, to your account to make that deposit? If they're, you know, if they're forced to close, the um the 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 lobby of the bank early you know it's one thing to close the bank early and you can't get to the atms in the bank branch itself but now the lobbies you know for the safety of the people you have to close so now you can't even get your business taken care of so now you've got to get there earlier to even And who's to say you know if you're working or Whatever have you, you're going to be able to get there. People always mess it up for everybody. Like Pastor KL said, you know, one suffers. I mean, everybody suffers for one. And we know it's not just one, but you get the point. It, it, it's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, Pastor Charlotte, what you got to talk about today? We got a few more minutes. Uh, Nothing. I don't okay. have anything today. I'll take that nothing, Pastor KL. <laughs> There's got to be something going on in the sunny land of Alabama.
4: Well, no, I, I have I have a question since, since this is a uh, gospel broadcast, uh, and I know it's not Tuesday, but I, I I go back to this question: Why do we allow the elemental people? To 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 do our worship service. Why are they working wow.
2: with you? Wow. Uh Tamika. How'd you like to answer that? Good question. Oh, boy. <laughs> that yeah. Um and you'll see that all the time. You know,
3: they're
2: uh either the musicians. The choir director
3: and, choir director and, and,
2: and, and I'm just I'm trying to figure out, to figure out, out. You're, you're a man and you seem your hips higher than, higher than or higher faster than me when we're moving and I can't help it. It's genuine. Genuine. genuine, you know. When I move, I but do it on purpose. purpose. I mean, you know, not on purpose, but you know, as a woman, you're gonna sway. As a man, you shouldn't be swaying,
0: you know. And there's,
2: I don't understand. I've often um not misunderstood it, you know, because.
3: Does it you know you know that's something,
2: that's something that you, that you prefer. prefer? How, is it, how
0: you is it that you lead?
2: How is it that is those it that, that can, see can see that that's what your, that's your preference is, how is it that it how, how is, that it, is it okay is it for you okay to, to run the show? show. I I'm I don't understand I don't that either either. All righty. Pastor Charlene. What's going on okay. with them people's Up in the uh, Up in the pulpit Up in the choir roster Up in the piano And the organ What's happening here Well I have heard That because that's Who says yes um, And they will Do it And they draw people And they will, um, let's see, what's, what's this other word I've forgotten? They draw people, they have, because you're not asking them, very know so They draw people, um, they always say yes, and, you know, and willing when nobody else wants, and that might be all that they have. Wow. Wow. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's the excuse they come up with? Okay.
0: That's
2: uh, what I Wow. Okay. Boy, they could at least come up with something better than that. Brother Al, what's going on okay. up in that uh quiet stand?
1: <laughs> well, what's happening is, you know, especially you being here in the school or seeing anything, um, nobody's standing against it. So what society is doing is, forcing society to accept it by all means. You know, it's like they get mad at me when we have our Zoom meetings, right? So what they tell us to do when we do our Zoom meeting, we have to use a proof pronoun. So if I get on there, I put Al Bynum and then I put he and him. I don't put it. So they ask me, well, what's your pronoun? And I said, if you can't look at me and tell them I'm a man, then I don't know what to tell you. I'm not doing that. So they tried this little thing. I said, well, show me a law that says I have to do it. I'm not doing it and that's what I believe in and that's what I'm doing. So now they leave me alone. So what happens? Society pushes us out here and say it's okay if somebody do this and do that You know, and, and and society is killing us because everybody's like, Well, that's that's the way it is now, that that's the excuse here. That's the way it is now. And and I'm just sitting there looking at them like, Wow, y'all are killing me right now. So being that it's pushed out there and you have to accept that if you stand against it, you get in so much trouble and people are scared. Of it but I'm not scared, so I, like, I'm like i not using that. So, And and uh, I think Pastor Sean said, and they bring people. You know, just like with voters. Voters will say, you know, people who are running for office. Oh, I'm going to do this and that. Oh, yeah, let's go in the gay community because they go. You say you go on their side, oh, you got a whole bunch of votes. So same thing right. in the church. Oh, let's let him lead, let him lead the choir. You know what I'm saying? We, we only had two people in our choir. Now that he leads the choir, we got about 40. <laughs> so so, what they do, they put they they do they put their bones to the side and be like, no, let's, let's do it. So that's what's wow 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 wow. Pastor Care,
2: what do you think is the reason why um, you know they're allowed to operate in in the choir and as the head of the music department and why, why? Why? What comes to your, you know, what's the answer you, you know, <clears throat> come to? Well,
1: well,
4: what I believe is even before the elemental P was prevalent, you know, um, there has always been uh, a that, sanction that they can do that in the church. One is because before people are drawn by the word, before right. they're drawn by the preaching, they're drawn by the music. You know what I mean? And, you know, the Bible speaks about, you know, gifts come without repentance, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes just having the gift as as, as a newcomer to church, you don't, you don't see, you don't hear anointing. All you see and hear is gifts and talents and music. And sometimes we are drawn by the gifts and the talents before we can be drawn by the anointing. So if I can get someone who's gifted, no matter whether he is a she or she is an e, I know we ought to draw in people. Now when I draw in people, I'm drawing in members. When I draw in members, hopefully I'm drawing in tithes and offerings. So everything lines up according to the business of the church, not according to the spirituality of the church. So that's what I see the problem with.
2: And and I agree. I agree. The only reason, like you said, before we even had this burst of, you know, this community having so much say, like Brother Al said, you know, the politicians rely heavily, you know, on their community because if you get five, you got 105. You get 105, you got 1,005. You know, they stick together. And I I agree 100% that you know, as long as you got something that sounds good, you know, people go to church for the music. People go to church for because of good singing. You know, people go to church because they can pat their feet. And now that you get in the church and you pat your feet, you know, yeah, I, I believe that they're noticing the flames that are up in, you know, the the, the pulpit and on the organ and, and, and singing and directing. But to them, it's amusing. yeah this is a, this is a joke to them. They're laughing, you know though they you know they sang, you know it, it doesn't matter you know that part of it because that's a part of the show. And I agree that the the end game is the offering. end game is offering. The more people you pull in, the, you know, it, what, what, what kind of show can we put up? And it's a shame that if you're not, you know, money is your end game, that you would even allow this to go on in your pulpit. Um, I, I can't even see you attending a church that this is going on. I don't know about you, Tamika. What, what, what say you if you know this was a church you were looking to to join, would that make a difference for you it It would, and you know <laughs> living life as it is you know there there has been a church that I'm very familiar with that was just like that, like the majority of the choir was that, so I'm not going to fit 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 in 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 there. you automatically know that you don't fit in and Trying to mess yourself in there is just crazy. You know, you automatically won't go. You know, they, they a fellowship with them um, a while back, and I just kept looking across the board, and I'm just like, oh, no, you know. Nah. How do you fit yourself? I mean, how do you place yourself purposely in a place like that and not feel uncomfortable? hmm Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Pastor Charlene. Um, you know outside of being a pastor, okay, no, okay, let me ask you this, let me ask you this so you you have someone who you're looking for you're recruiting a choir director, and the choir director you know somebody says i know I know a person, I know someone who would definitely get your choir in shape they would be able to, you know, oh, they praise the Lord. They, you know, I, there's a terminology they use. Um, I'm sure you all know it. Um, you know, they bring the anointing. <laughs> they set the atmosphere. You know, they everything you want, you know, for your choir. Um, and you, you're looking forward to this, and you're in your office one day, and they show up. What do you say? What happens. Do you do you sit them down and go through the interview and then tell them how how does this work? Um, I've been there. Um and when actually when I was in the when I had the church in the Bronx and um they came in and I didn't know that they were in that lifestyle. Um, so I sat and I talked to them And after I finished with them, I asked them about their family. Um, And then when they told me that they were married to the same sex, I said, oh, wow. Um, No, baby, I don't think that you need to do this. I think that you need to sit and get delivered and go to the Lord. Um, So they caught an attitude, of course, with me because what I I brought to them, and I thought that you can't just stand up and just in front of the people if you're not even trying. Now, I'm a firm believer that God can deliver you in the midst of something. That's me. I, I believe that God can deliver you because of things that have happened to me personally and things that I have seen. So I'm not saying that you can't come to the church, but what I am saying is that you need to sit and you need to be able to go to the Lord and and try to seek help from him. So that's my experience on that. So did they ask you seek help for what? Yeah, I told them to go to the Lord to help you change your lifestyle. And they knew exactly what you meant? Well, you know, yes, because I said it. I said it to them I said the lifestyle that you are living Is not of God And of course They caught an attitude Like I said <laughs> Of course um, But I'm saying that I'm responsible Who I have seen I'm responsible who goes in the pulpit I'm responsible because that's where God has placed me To be over So I right. don't take care of him. Right? So if I don't take care of it, then where does that put me? And so the group left. Right. right. So once again, you bring your friends, right? You bring people. Not everybody is, is living that lifestyle, but you bring people. So when they get mad, that's why I said I experienced it. So when they got mad, they left with them, and that was okay. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Well, wow. Brother Al, you know, how you, you, you attend in a church, and they shift choir directors. You know, somebody relocated. You know, now they down in, you know, South Carolina. And now they're recruiting a new uh, choir director, and they have found the right person. And when you look up, that's who it is. What do you, where does that put you in the church?
1: Well, that that has me. Well, if I'm on the choir, that that ain't gonna work out. So I don't need him sitting there saying, Well, Deacon Byron, you sure sung that song." Hey, wait, wait, hey, hey, <laughs> 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 but, but it, you know it it have me. It had me thinking, like, okay, you know what? You, this because I don't believe it. So it's nothing you can say, it's nothing you can do to change what I believe. So now I have to rethink of um, um, possibly, you know, possibly leaving the church because you're not going to make me believe in something. Or, and that's the problem with society—they stuff it down our throat, if people think that it's all right, and it's not.
2: Okay. Okay uh pastor k l and are uh, we to assume that that wouldn't be your cup of tea if you you know forget about singing yourself again you know somebody relocated and you know they they have recruited a new choir director, and this is the individual that they've chosen uh, what where does that place you in the church
4: okay now am i am I I'm trying to figure out what scenario we are. Am I the interviewer, or I'm just a church member? All okay, right, you know
2: pastor? what? Let's take, you, let's take you as the interviewer. Let's take you as the interviewer. Yeah. What, what what would happen?
4: Well, let let's just put this disclosure out now. Um, that you know, even as as we speak, we're not saying that you can't come to church. You know that that. So uh, I don't want to feel that. You know that's why we don't go to your church because you just. No, we're not judging you. We're not saying right. you can't come to church. What I'm what I'm saying is that you can't hold a position in my church because even if you was an adult, you, you understand what I'm saying, even if you was you know, any type of sinner, you can't hold a position in the church because you're not living right. Not because you're gay, but but whatever the situation is that 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 is holding you from from being completely under God, you can't you can't lead nobody. So, so I, I don't want to put this stigma out there just for gay folks. You know, you, if, if you want to screw everything in my choir, in my choir, you can't you can't lead the choir, you can't be the musician, you can't do anything in leadership in in, in my church. Now, if you came for an interview, you know, this is what I've learned in business. I'm going to interview you. I'm going to go through the entire interview, just because I interview does not mean you have the job. Right. At some point down the line, after the interview, so that we don't get into this big old craziness and you storm out and get all the... When I call you, I say, listen, I thank you for your time. We just, at this time, don't think you're the right fit for the church. That's it. Okay. You, you don't have to make no... Because you gay and you blaming, and we don't want... You don't have to do all that stuff. At this time, we find that you're not the right fit.
2: Okay." Okay, now if you're a congregant, what happens? You know they say you know so and so relocated, and now you know we're we're having you know Troy blame.
4: At, uh, at that point, I I I don't look at the flame. I, I don't look at 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 the person. Now I now I start doubting the leadership of the leader. So if this is what you're accepting as the leader, then I can, because see, I, I'm not sitting under the choir director. I'm not sitting right. under the worship leader. I'm sitting under the leader. So if, if these are the pertinent decisions you're making for the church as the leader, then it's time for me to go.
0: Okay.
2: All righty. Well, actually, I'm glad you said a couple of things. That's what I was going to include in my closing.
0: <laughs>
2: but it's really a very interesting conversation, and this is not the first time um, that I've even been asked that um, personally. You know, from from a non-believer who has gone to church, and they have seen, you know, this activity, this leadership of the music department, and you know, they're questioning. You know, well, is that correct? So people are watching. People are watching. And, again, you know, we assume that people just going to come to church and they're going to sit down and they're going to be accepting, and that's not true. They're watching because grandma didn't tell them something or mama didn't tell them something or auntie didn't tell them something. Uncle didn't tell Somebody didn't said something that they heard. Well, I heard Then it says this in the Bible, and now I'm looking at this up there. What does that mean? So, you know, we really have a large responsibility. Um, So it was a good question, actually, Pastor Kale. Thank you so much. Good question, Tamika. Thank you very much. And uh, I can always rely on my due time crew to uh, come through big time, as I say. Thank you so much for your contribution into today's conversation. We pray you have a blessed day.
1: You too. Well. Hey, have hey, a
3: blessed
1: one, Can I say one you quick you, thing? Because I've been dying to tell you this all week. Just one quick. Okay. I know we don't have long, but this is really quick. um When we spoke about, and I want to tell the audience, please be careful of the names that you name your children. Please, I have to tell you this quick incident. i made school the other day, and I'm coming okay. in. So this kid come down. Now this is the crazy thing. I'm gonna t- His last name is Joseph. So okay. keep that in mind. His last name is Joseph. His okay. first name was St. God. His first name is Thank God. That's, his, his full name is St. God Joseph. So here's the funny thing. When they came in, and I was talking about something, and the guy came over, and I didn't hear the first part, but then I heard him said, thank God. I was like, yes, praise God. And the kid was like, Mr. B, you trying to be funny? I said, what are you talking about? He said, thank God. I said, praise God, that's what we do. And the little kid said, Mr. B, because they call me Mr. B. Mr. B, you trying to be funny? I said, what do you mean be funny? And the guy looked at me and said, no, his first name is Thank God. I said, you lying. I had to look Are it up on the paper. So said, I promise you, his first name is Thank God, and his last name is Joseph. I had to tell I said, I couldn't wait to tell you this. I said, I got to tell uh, you. <laughs> his why name do is, thank we children.
2: our children? Brother Al, let me ask you this. So we, <laughs> we can automatically assume why you named your child Thank God. We can automatically assume. Maybe he's a miracle child. Maybe yes, somebody yeah. told you you had no kid. Maybe, you know, you can't do it. You almost died. He almost died. But do we do this to our children?
1: Oh, my God, you don't, you don't do it. Just thank God. Just praise him. Praise him that hey, my child is here. And he wasn't supposed to be here. So I thank you. I praise you. So his name is, thank God. I'm I, I waiting because they were telling me his brother and sister got the name. So stay tuned because I'm going to investigate and get back too, I'm, loving, I'm loving to see what their name is.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness gracious. You know, that's but I ridiculous. had this shit. I've been waiting all
1: week. I've been waiting all week to share this with you. I thought you got it. <laughs> oh, brother Al,
2: brother Al, brother Al. Thank you so much for pulling us in on, on that uh, piece of information. Have a wonderful day. You?
1: Okay, you too.
2: Thank you. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> whole hands and whole hearts. We got a show. We sure got a whole lot to hold hands and whole hearts about. Uh, let's go before the Lord. Heavenly Father, we come before you, God, and we say thank you. We always, always have to thank you first before we petition you for anything, before we approach you about anything, God, before we lift anything before you, and we say thank you because you gave us an opportunity to say thank you today. You breathe the breath of life into our nostrils, and we are awakened here today, and and we're grateful, God, because... We we're here. We're here together. We're here holding hands, holding hearts, sharing thoughts, learning, growing, ministering, being ministered to God. And we could be anywhere else. We could be doing anything else, dear God. Lord first we're gonna ask for the to, to continue to expand the territory of his due time with Pastor staff. We're going to ask you, God, to just, you know, let let them come from the north, the east, the south, and the west dear God. We're grateful that the numbers are growing, God, and we're just asking you for more. Yes, yes, more, more, and more, more, because this world needs to be saved. We're asking you, God, to just let it spread like wildfire. We have a 72-year-old grandmother. Who has potentially beat her eight-year-old grandchild to death? The world needs, and it's due time with Pastor Steph. If they don't have this, please make something else available to them.
0: We have
2: people who are just, and you know, just dead thrown in, into a vacant building. No regard for life. There's just no regard for life day in and day out. We have a six-year-old who is allowed to run rampant. And we, can't just, we, we just can't be mad at the parents. Because this entire school system has dropped the ball. And everybody is this six-year-old's prey. There's no one who he comes across that's free from from all of the mischief. How do we allow a six a child, a six year old child, to have so much territory of mayhem and madness? At what point do we stop this, God? And if we can't stop the six year old, we can't stop the sixteen, the twenty six, the fifty six, the sixty six. Lord, we're asking you to raise your people up. You know, your word says that the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. And, God, we ask you just to raise your people up. For those who are raised, Pastor K.L. brought up, how is leadership making decisions? How are they handling the things that we either say or do in the church? If we can't rely on the leaders of the church, God... Who do we rely on that all of this behavior should take place? And like Pastor KL said, whether it was an adulterer, someone who's a thief, it doesn't matter. It's not the sin. It's the sinner. So, Lord, we're crying out today. We're crying out as your people, God. We're crying. We're crying out, God. We're just so grateful that it hasn't hit home. How grateful are we that it just has not hit home, and we don't know how close it actually is. We can't assume that it's nowhere near what we, uh, where we are. But all we know is you have kept us clear and free. And we say thank you We love you God Because you've protected us You've called us by name You've tapped us on the shoulder Because we would not want to know who you are If you did not know who we were And called us by name We thank you for these gifts and talents Even to be able to speak We thank you we thank you because it's in preparation for the next level, and if we had not been eloquent in speaking before, you would not have elevated us to this point. So we pray God that we lay in front of you as an open book, we surrender our every 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 fiber is surrendered and laid on the altar so that we can be used properly. That we're not leading people in the wrong direction. That people are not hanging up, confused, and scratching their heads. Thank you, Father. Thank you for just doing what you do. All the time. Even when we're not deserving of it. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You know, it's... When when the question came up from Pastor KL The first question I The first thing I thought about was leadership You know you're the one who says Yay or nay And I'm, I'm glad he Made the distinction because I was going to Because Pastor Charlene Kind of said it as well You know we're not talking about that particular Community only You know The, the congregation that God has put me over knows I'll sit you down in a minute I'm going to give you a chance. But if this seems to be your way, your thing, you can't hold no position in here. You can't stand up in here and say anything to anybody. And we're not talking about perfection because we'll never reach perfection. But your lifestyle, it's one thing for, you know, there's an occasional stumble because there's nothing that says we're going to be perfect because God said. I've sent you an advocate. That means it, that's why Jesus is right there. Calling out Stephanie's name. Calling out Charlene. Calling out KL. Calling out Al. Calling out Tamika. Shartese. Nartisha, Calling our names. Because that's the position that Jesus has. Well, one of the positions that he has. You know, he sent us that advocate. So when we make a mistake, we're repentant. God's got our back. But when it's your lifestyle, your lifestyle, then we as leadership, we in leadership cannot turn a blind eye and a deaf ear. And like, you know, like was said, whether it's Pastor Charlene who says, hey, here's the deal. Or whether it's Pastor KL that says he is the deal in another way. We have to say no. Because what message are we sending? Just like Pastor KL said, if I know you're sleeping with everybody up in here, no, you need, no, no, I'm sorry. This ain't for you. Because this is not why you got the position. And, I mean, I, I can only imagine that this is still going on because nothing is new underneath the sun. You know, I remember, the, 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 I mean, they would just go through the choir. You know, they are the fox in the henhouse. And they would still be allowed. They would still be allowed to just operate like that. Because they would, you know, they could tear up that organ. Because they can sing. Well, if you're tearing apart the congregation bit by bit, You can't be allowed to operate like that. You are ministering. You are ministering to people. You have got to make sure that your life is lived right. And again, it's not about perfection. Again, it's not about the sin, the sinfulness nature, your sinful nature. That's what is being talked about today. So you know nobody's picking and choosing, you know, because one, no one sin is greater than the next. You know, under God, God says, "Listen, you break one commandment, you've broke them all." And it's so hard, you know, to get people to understand that. Well, I, if 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 I stole, how is it that I've lied? Well, put it together. Put it together. You know, if you commit adultery, you lied. You're a liar. Well, that ain't got nothing to do. Oh, stop, stop, stop. If you commit an adultery, your, your spouse is thinking you're one place and you're somewhere else, right? Okay, put it together. Well, how if I commit adultery, I kill? Well, you kill someone's spirit, whether it's the person you're sleeping with or the person that you're sleeping on. You've killed their spirit. You know, to suck someone into your world of adultery, and you're married. Yeah, nobody's twisting their arm, but you're killing their spirit. And what happens when the spouse finds out? They're going to be laughing? No. So, you know, God says, listen, it's your lifestyle that I'm calling into question. And we as leaders, we must set the tone. So come on, leadership. stop worrying about them dollars. stop worrying about them them pews being filled. Doesn't matter. As long as the integrity of that pulpit is intact, God will be pleased. But when we start compromising for that, you know, oh, you know, just let them hold the thing, and you know, maybe after a while, you know, they'll turn themselves. No, they're gonna have to do that from the seat. They can't do that from the pulpit. Let's do that from the seat. Again, we're not talking about one type of, you know, a mistake here or, you know, you can say, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a blatant lifestyle. So, you know, and, and, and I'm talking to you who's in a position and maybe someone doesn't know that you're living a life of anything that is unpleasing to God. You know, if you're an undercover thief, and that's your lifestyle, then you need to step down. Why should someone have to find you out first before you step down? Again, that's the integrity of the pulpit. Know that that's not what makes God happy. And just sit down until you can get yourself together. If you're the abuser... Somebody just told me that there was a, a guy who... You know, he's a pastor, and they had to pull him off his wife in the church parking lot. Yo, really? Come on, leadership. Let's step up to the game and, and, and do right by God and send the proper message to God's people and to this world. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank my due time crew for coming through big time. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Please do not miss this opportunity to give your life to Christ right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to I mean develop a much better relationship with the Lord right now because later is not promised to any of us. Until tomorrow, God spares. Where it's freestyle Friday. I love.